Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, Sports. movies, Movies. music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Almost Agreeable Podcast. I'm Chris. With me, as always, is Ed. And we are back. back. Wow, I cannot speak today. We are back from a vacation, uh, our Thanksgiving break, if you will. Uh, Took some time off to kind of, I don't know, not be with family or anything, but uh, also taking precautions just with COVID floating around and stuff. But I had a good Thanksgiving. How was yours? I gorged myself, and I've never been that full in my life. It It was a hot one, for sure. It, it, it hurt. Yeah. I was pretty full, but also I cooked all day as well. So, like, I was ready to eat. <laughs> and so when I ate, I, I didn't feel as terrible as I thought I was going to after. I actually ended up having seconds not too long after uh, we'd finished the main meal. But quite quite a week of football we've had so far in this week 12, right? It started on Thursday, started on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, yeah. Uh, we, it kind of rolls right into it. Like... We lost a game uh, on that day because of covid that's going to be played on Wednesday night. So we'll see how that affects week 13 for those two teams. But that's neither here nor there just yet. Yeah, so for uh, whoever is listening, the game from Thanksgiving uh, is going to be playing tonight. Yeah, uh, uh, six Pot- days later. Potentially. Yeah, six days later. Potentially. We'll see. I mean, I, I guess I do kind of want to address because I know myself, personally, I was a little like, felt like the Ravens were getting preferential treatment as opposed to what happened to Denver this weekend. But after doing a lot of research and reading into it, it's like only one of the Denver quarterbacks tested positive. The other two were put into quarantine for contact tracing. Yeah. The difference is with Baltimore, it's like 20 fucking guys have COVID. Yeah. Like they're it's, positive. It's they, an outbreak over there. They don't know where it stopped yet. So it's like putting them in a game with Pittsburgh is bad because then you, you're not sure the extent of this. So it might mess up Pittsburgh. It could spread just that easily. But, and this is the thing I think the NFL was, is their worst fear, right? Like if they didn't postpone games, if they hadn't postponed the game, then, you know, Pittsburgh, all of them might have COVID as well right now. Yeah. So I, I guess I still don't like that Denver had to play without a QB on the roster. But even though I hate Denver... <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't fucking, I have sympathy for them. I, I, that fucking sucks. And as far as this Baltimore Steelers thing go, I mean, it's like I said, I alluded to it a, a few seconds ago. This is going to affect week 13 because now what? Both those teams have a game on Sunday. Yeah. And that's, you know, what, four or five days from the game that's going to be played on Wednesday. So it's just, it's complicated. Is If anything, don't postpone this game, like in, in a matter of days. Throw it into week at week 18 week slot. 18. They gave themselves leeway for this type of thing. Yeah, do it. So I don't know why they wouldn't do that. But anyways, let's talk about some of the Thanksgiving games. Unless you want to elaborate on that. Things no. Let's head right into the Thanksgiving games. I because that night game was what I was looking forward to. That was the only game I wanted to watch. Yeah. So I mean, I was up at you know 6 a.m. prepping for Thanksgiving dinner. So was I. So I was up and just like, I was like, man, I still got three hours until football. Like, so I was able to get prep everything and it was perfect because as soon as I was done, everything was, you know, being cooked or in the slow cooker or doing, it was, I was ready to chill. Football started 930. So it was like, awesome. Perfect. So we had the Lions and Texans. Huh. And, uh, well, the Lions are Matt patricia list now. Thanks to Deshaun Watson. Yeah, well, I so, mean, I would say thanks to Matt Patricia. <laughs> so thanks to mostly to Matt Patricia. He's he's done this himself, but I mean, so one of our uh, friends who is a Texan fan told me that a bunch of people from Detroit from Detroit are giving money to Deshaun Watson's charity <laughs> because he got Matt Patricia fired. I think we've been calling for it all season, haven't we? Yeah, I when it happened, I was just like, yeah, yeah, we said that, yeah, and. I guess we, we took a little bit of a pause while we were calling for his head every week because we realized that he hadn't been there super long. This is like his third year. Yeah. But it was it was a bad two. It was bad. It was a bad two, and, and this was not looking any better. Is it? Can we say, is Matt Stafford still good? Matt Stafford's never been bad. How about that? No, that's what I'm saying. Is he bad now? 
No, I don't think he's bad. He looked bad. He ah. just looked bad. I don't think he was bad. He's just... He's not bad. Lions need to draft a quarterback. He has been there for a while. He's not quite crazy old, but he's in his 30s. He's not going to grace... He's not going to gracefully age like, you know, Rodgers and Brady. Okay? He's, I don't see him in that going into the going the distance into his 40s and breeze. He's not going to do that. The... You... They can't rebuild because they've been rebuilding for like 20 years, okay? So, like, you, if you just keep calling it a rebuild, you never have to actually, you know, aspire to anything. Look, look, look. The GM's gone too, right? They fired him as well. Yeah. So, I mean, this next rebuild, or maybe this next two years of the 20-year rebuild, needs to be the last rebuild. They need to draft a quarterback they need to bring in someone, not maybe as quickly as fucking Jerry Jones brought in McCarthy. We know how that's going because that's the next game we're going to talk about. Yeah. But they need to bring in someone, like a big name. Like they need draft a quarterback, bring in a big name. They need to do something. I saw a lot of bad teams this weekend. Detroit, one of them. The next game, the Cowboys are one of them. And then we'll get to the fucking disaster that was Monday night for the Eagles. But we'll, we'll get there. But... Anywhere, I mean, well, the Texans, yeah, I guess this goes back to what you've been saying all season is they had the roughest start on their schedule. For sure, they did. So the Texans have never really been a bad team, but they haven't been playing well. They, Yeah, they have not been playing well, and they did have that extremely, extremely tough start. But Watson has been doing well, I mean, the last, what, like five or so games? I saw some crazy stats about him and like how he's has like the best... QBR since he's came in the league or something like that. Something crazy. I, I, I saw it on Reddit, so I guess don't ding me for my sources being the internet. But <laughs> <laughs> It was like on the NFL subreddit, just a bunch of stuff about how he's got this and this and this going for him. You don't see it translate to wins. It's like one of those quarterbacks where like you know he's good, but like he's not winning. Yeah, I mean, so they've lost to the Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Vikings... Titans, Packers, and Browns, who are all potential playoff teams. Except for the Vikings. Except for the Vikings. Just wanted to point that out for you. They've lost to all potential playoff teams. And then they've beaten, well, the Jags twice. The Patriots, who are not really working out. No, and now the Lions. And now the Lions. So the four wins are against teams that, well... They should beat. If you're Deshaun Watson, you should win those games. Beat those teams. But if you want to be the guy, if you want to be somebody that your team can rely on, you got to win some of these tough matchups. Yeah, you got to right? beat the Ravens. I mean, to think about you think about how long the season already feel like it's it's been going on because you looked at when they played the Ravens and it just got destroyed. And then the Ravens don't look good right now either. Yeah. Like even before this COVID shit, um, where they're postponing games several days, uh, they have not looked good. It looks like the NFL has figured out. Lamar Jackson and him and Deshaun are similar but if you want to look at it right now like side by side Deshaun's a better passer than Lamar I mean it's not even you don't have to look at it side by side you look at anything Deshaun's a better passer okay he's he's he is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson okay just not as well coached I'd put it and not not as great as a team around him well of course I mean Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh John John Harbaugh is Jonathan Harbaugh fantastic I mean Super Bowl winning quarterback he's he's amazing and went all in on Lamar Jackson to build this team and Deshaun Watson I mean he had Bill O'Brien for years we already know what that so yeah that is terrible so we'll see I mean they're they're looking a little bit better these last few stretches but the games that they have left they have the Colts twice oh fuck that's the division games yeah the Bears the Bengals and the Titans I could see him Competing, obviously, in the Bears and Bengals games. Maybe the Titan games. Because those division games are different. Like, They're different. Those Colts They're games, different. they seem hard right now because the Colts are good. But those are division games. You look at the fight that, you know, uh, San Diego put against Kansas City. They put against the Raiders. Like, division games are a different fucking animal. Yeah. But, I mean, you... So, say they win out. They're 9-7. and seven. If they win out. I don't know if I don't know if that flies in the AFC. No, it doesn't. Especially when in that division you have a team that is what eight and three and seven and four. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I mean, good for them. They're getting their wins. Deshaun Watson is looking good against bad teams, but I I, I think they're out. 
Yeah. At this point, I think we can start to call who's in and who's out. Well, yes. Start to. Obviously, like, it gets so crazy with, like, mathematical probabilities and how the ESPN gives you that shit. Of course. But yes, you're absolutely right. We can, we can definitely point out things and say these, these guys aren't making it. Yeah. So, with that said, let's move on to Washington and the Dallas game on that same day. Which, let me say this, is that I, I was in the same situation as you where I was prepping all morning. I had thrown a turkey in the oven in the smoker. So by the time the games rolled around, I was ready to, to chill and watch him as well. And I, I remember how disappointed I was too. Like, fuck, that's right. It's these games. Yeah. And then as much as, like, I love football... Well, not even as much as. Like, I loved watching football either way. It was terrible games. So, like, I still loved watching it. I'll always have it on. Yeah. So, that we get to that second game where... <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a loss for words because Mike McCarthy is so fucking bad. He, uh... So bad. He's he's bamboozling himself is what he's doing. He's, just like, he's trying to outsmart himself. And he's like, what does is, what is the coach in uh, Waterboy say? He's like, he we says, fake left. No, no. Once the quarterback has the ball, he fakes to the left. No, he fakes to the right. He doesn't fake. He thinks about fake. He pretends to fake. I don't know where I am. (laughs) That's Mike McCarthy. Jesus, because, you know, there was... He went out on a fourth down and ten in that game on a fake punt. It wasn't... He didn't go for it. Like, it was a fake punt. On a fourth and ten, okay, fake. in his own territory. Yeah, no, in his yeah, it was like they were on their own like twenty six. Yeah, and you know, fake punts usually going to be like fourth and two, fourth and three, maybe fourth and five. Nobody goes for a fake punt on fourth and ten in their own side of the field, and it wasn't even like they didn't need to do that. They didn't need to do that, and also it wasn't even a good fake punt. Oh my god, it was so bad. So, so do you think they're just tanking for what? I don't know. For funsies? Just like, I don't know. Let's just like, this. just, ah. You know what's, ah, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter, but it really does. Because if they would have won that game, ah, first in the division. That's how crazy that fucking division is. Because they would have won that game. It's like, if, and, so all week I heard, like, if they do this, if they do this, if this team does this in this division, they'll, we'll have four different first place teams in that division, in a single week. Yep. And Dallas fucked it up by not winning. Like, if they would have won on Thursday, they would have been in first place. But then, you move on to the other teams from that division that played, you know, and if they win, they take first place. And it it almost happened that we had four different first place teams in one week of football. Yep. And Dallas, of course, fucked it up like they do. They they ruined it. And, uh, I, I... I don't know. They... I think they look a little better with Andy Dalton than, of course, with Whoever else they've had in. So I'm disrespecting Nucci like that? Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's the he's the worst quarterback I've ever seen like live playing football. And that's saying a lot. Dang. Saying a lot. Well look, man. Dang. This has nothing to do with I'm not attacking the guy personally. I just he's not a he's not an NFL quarterback. Anyways. But uh yeah, I mean it was very confusing because Washington put up 20, 21 points in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, because I was kind of watching it, but I was prepping and doing other stuff. So I was watching it. It was kind of close throughout. I mean, it was relatively close the whole time. And then I looked at the final score. I missed the entire fourth quarter. I looked at the final score and I was like, 41 to 16. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, turnovers happened and fake punts and things like that. You know, it was all things kind of, they build on each other and they create the fucking terrible bullshit that the Dallas Cowboys are giving us right now. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, shout-out to Antonio Gibson, stellar rookie running back in Washington. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously... And that, Terry McLaurin, who is a great receiver in Washington. That Washington front line on defense is fucking terrifying. If if you put a solid quarterback... I mean, if Alex Smith was the same Alex Smith from the Chiefs, they that's a playoff This game. division isn't close. Yeah, th- this division isn't close. They absolutely win the division... Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Because they have a they have a good defense in Washington. It's just that like it's like the story of of any good defense is there can their offense keep them off the field and that's not the, it was the case this game. They, Alex had some some drives in that game where they went down the field and took a lot of clock and and the Cowboys I just can't attribute it to anything other than bad coaching. Yeah. It really is bad coaching. Yeah. 
and there's a, been a, there was a lot of that this weekend. Um, a lot of that. So what's the next game we well, want? Well, I mean, that rounds out Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, it was kind of nice that I could just chill and not have to watch a night game and just you know get a little a little tipsy, a little toasty, and a little toasty and a little, and way too full. But I mean, that sums up the Thanksgiving Day games. Mid mid hot route. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Uh okay. Well, I'm gonna get hate for this because I'm very basic man okay okay right? and like i just fucking love mashed potatoes okay, okay. Like that, that's it okay. but it has to be with the gravy that i make from the turkey drippings so like you know i'll make the get the turkey drippings as the turkey is cooking all day and i'll make a gravy so without the gravy then no it's not mashed potatoes but it's absolutely mashed potatoes with the gravy what about okay without the gravy without what is the it? gravy this uh, is a two-parter yeah my, my mother-in-law made a killer green bean casserole Ooh. and it, i mean and i and it has like cream of mushroom in it and i fucking hate mushrooms but i don't even care classic yeah it's i'm a child those are classics no no no. those are classic meals not okay. classic okay. you being a child we already know that but classic meal fair enough yeah uh what about you we're gonna flip it now go ahead what's your favorite fucking thanksgiving side as well i mean i made some collard greens that i feel like i put crack in them because I've been eating them every single day since and finally finished them yesterday. So some super delicious collard greens. Did you, you smoked the turkey, right? I did. How did that go? Amazing. Okay. You still have some? Yeah. All right. Why didn't you bring any tonight? You want some? I fucking do. Well, I smoked the turkey too, but I imagine it tastes different from yours. All right. Okay. We'll share some turkey. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to football, I guess. <laughs> Shit. Collard greens, though. That sounds delicious. Well, fuck. Uh, you finished the collard greens too, you bastard. Yeah. All right. Um, I just want to get this out of the way, like immediately. Let's start with start with the bad. We'll start with the bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. What? What, what happened with the Raiders? Yeah, Let's I, let me say it. What happened with the Raiders? What happened? Yeah. We just talked about how terrible coaching is what's going on in Dallas. I'm not saying that's a problem in Las Vegas, but Sunday was coaching. Sunday was fucking coaching. I don't know how you go from putting up a game against the Chiefs like they did on Sunday night to laying not just an egg, but a historically bad egg. Historically bad. Against a not-playoff team that you're expected to beat. It was atrocious. It was hard to watch. I found myself not even mad by the time the third quarter rolled around. I was laughing. It was nuts. It was nuts. You don't win a game with five turnovers. That's just just what happens. But also... I could tell the mindset of John Gruden in the beginning of the game when he went for it on that fourth down. I could tell the mindset. He was just like, yeah, fuck the Falcons. We're going to win. He abandoned the run game in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. After that failed fourth down conversion, they went for like three consecutive three and outs and they were all passes. Yeah. When you're a running team... What in your ever-loving fucking mind are you thinking abandoning the run game? But but also to, to share blame all over, like the offensive line fucking crumbled. It crumbled. It crumbled. It looked like an offensive line from 2014. Well, and some of the things we were talking about too is, I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, just looking at the Raiders' schedule. is just like, you know, Raiders are walking into the kind of definition of a trap game. The Falcons are on the rise, and... The games that they lost earlier in the year were entirely their fault. Like, entirely their fault. So they could have... I mean, they could easily be, like, I don't know, like, 6-5 and five right now. Yeah. But they're not. They're not. They they, they dick themselves. But this is, this is a team that we both thought that was just like... We'll see. I mean, I'm still convinced. I mean, what... I don't know. Definition of a trap game. Yeah, 100%. The same thing happened last season. Raiders were 6-4. and four. They went on the road in week 11, but they didn't have the bye yet, so it was they were 6-4. and four. Uh, Yeah. And they went to go play the 3-7 and seven Jets and got blown out 34-3. Yeah. Yep. And then went 1-5 the rest of the season. Or 1-5 from that point on. Like they, That game started like the 1-5 stretch to finish the season to finish 7-9. and nine. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to we'll get to playoff scenarios a little bit later, but making it six and five puts them in a little bit of a rough boat. Pretender, bro. <laughs> Fucking Ra- Raiders are pretender. Down into the pretender Dude, bracket. I'm, after the first quarter, I was like, sus. 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 Raiders are. Fucking pretender. The imposter. Yeah. Very good. 
Another interesting one that we had in the 10 a.m. slot was the Giants and the Bengals. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That wasn't very interesting. Kidding, but how it, how it ended was pretty interesting. I mean, it, I feel for the Bengals. They're out, like Burrow's out, who was looking fantastic. I still wouldn't have picked him for Rookie of the Year thus far. Because it's probably going to be Justin Herbert. It might be Herbert. We'll, we'll get to some different rookie things, but it sucks. He's out. No, I hate it. Giants come in and win it on, I think it's a turnover at the end of the game. They win 19-17, and they're in the lead of the division. <laughs> but, but then, but then, but then, yeah. yeah that fucking, it always comes back to the NFC fucking East and, like, is the the least division we the division we want to talk about the least because they're so fucking bad is the one that has the most stuff going on in it because of these constant well these guys won their first place these guys won these guys have a tie so that puts them here and then the, the Cowboys are so bad and blah, 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 blah. everybody is one game out I just can't fuck fucking stop talking about this division they're all within a game so it's like yeah constantly changing and I want to know I mean it'd be hard to see like how many times division lead has changed but it's got to be this year. But isn't this what happens all the time with the NFC East? Is that there's always somebody who is just a little bit better. A little bit better. I think but the division is always close. I think that's just the fallacy of recency. Because it's been happening the last few seasons. And like, you know, being kind of more of an adult now, we pay more attention to those kind of things. I think I don't think that's been the case for years and years. I think in the last three or four, yes, it's been that way. I th- I think so. I think it was the last maybe two years. There was that years, season where they then, went thirteen and three. The I, Cowboys did. That's exactly what I was just going to reference. So they went thirteen and three. But I mean, even like the five years before that, I think there were four different division winners. So I mean, that was yeah, that was that was a game that happened that didn't really have any playoff implications. I mean, it would have been exciting if Burrow was there just to see these two young quarterbacks duke it out, Danny Dimes and Joe Burrow, Joey B. Is that what we're calling him? I think so. He doesn't have a nickname yet, so Joey B sounds good. Joey B, I like that. I mean, I really hope that he can make it back a full recovery because that was a devastating fucking injury. It was. Um, I mean, I, I, every injury like that is devastating, but there was a lot of structural damage in that knee. Um, so I just hope, prayers up for Joey B. You hate to see it. I hate to see it. Chargers at Buffalo. Buffalo just continues chugging right along. They're chugging right along, and I mean the Chargers were they were in that they're game. In that, and, and they're in every game. They are in every game. In true Charger fashion, they usually lose one score games. Now this was a two score game, but generally they're losing these one score games. Yikes! Offensive sure. the offensive rookie of the year for sure, and Justin Herbert. Herbert. Uh, but yikes. I mean, especially, I mean, you're having a battle, the Raiders and the Chiefs in that division, when you're brand new, it's, it's rough. It's, it's not going to go well for your first year. Do you think that Anthony Lynn has a job next year in Los Angeles? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think so. That's, that's not even in question. Anthony Lynn, I like what he's doing. So some of the calls at the end of the game were very questionable. Not even questionable. They were bad. They were bad. They, they did a Hail Mary to basically get to, like, the two. And then they had no timeouts, and there was, like, 37 seconds left or something. And they ran it twice. I, I, so, so those are very confusing calls. They were down by 10, so it doesn't really matter. Sometimes you don't need to outthink the room, you yeah. know? Like, I think that's what was going there. Like, he, he outthought himself. Yeah. He complicated so, things unnecessarily. Yeah. And a lot of coaches do that. When you lose close games as many times as the Chargers have this year... You start kind of second-guessing yourself and do things you wouldn't normally do, like in those close games. And the reason I ask if Anthony Lynn has a job next year is because l- losing close games is a sign of, like, you know, coaching. That's a coaching issue. Closing out games, finishing strong. So, I mean, I'm not saying that I think he needs to be fired. I was really just asking your opinion because I think I like what he's doing there, too. Obviously, I'd like him to stop that. <laughs> Um, I'd like Justin Herbert not to have a bright future, but he's going to. He is. He's he's looking solid. Yeah. He's looking solid so far. So, I mean, looking like a bright future for Herbert. Um, Bills are 
handily in the lead. They're going to win that division. They're going to win that division uh, because we can talk about Miami later. But... So, jumping into, like, another division, like, well, a different division, but, like, a tight division, the AFC South, because we had a division game in there this week. Yeah. We had Indianapolis and... Huge. So, they split that series now. Yeah. Because Indianapolis won a couple weeks ago on Thursday night. Yep. And then and then Tennessee puts on this display of, like, yeah, nah. We, we are daddy. Yeah. And they are daddy right now. They are. I mean... Called Derek Henry Daddy. Uh, everybody, him and DK, are yeah. the daddies. They're the daddies. They're call him Dad, because uh, that dude is scary, and he just gets better as the game goes on. You only hear that like six times a game from the announcers. You know, he only he he gets better at the end of these games, and he does. And he does. I mean, it is the truth. And all the stupid shit that comes out of commentators' mouths. That's not one of them. That's pretty true stuff. So, I mean, that wasn't even a close... I mean, it was kind of close, but really, it was never close. No, the score... I, I would say the score kind of throws... Kind of, like... It, it kind of doesn't depict how that game went for the first few quarters and, like, how it felt during the actual game. You look at the score, you know, 45-26. But, like, during the game, you didn't feel like it was a blowout until the end. I mean, it's... it's which is weird because at halftime, it was 35-14. So, it, but it still didn't feel like it was like, oh, okay, the Colts might have a shot. Right, because that's how that team has played all season. The Colts, like they had that game against Packers the week before, where it, you know Aaron Rodgers kept getting the ball back, and you thought, yeah, yeah, classic Aaron Rodgers is going to lead his team to win, and they that didn't happen. They went to overtime, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, um, the Colts are have that defense to lean back to because Philip Rivers is having not a good season. He's having, it's not looking good. He's he's doing enough. That he's not killing him. <laughs> right. So you think about what the Colts would be able to do if they had a, like, a quarterback that wasn't just getting by. That was actually good and like making, yeah. you know, decisions and going out there yeah. and but getting after it. That's going to be an interesting div- division for those two to keep our eye on because now it's like you talked about how the Texans could go 9-7 and seven, but it's not enough for the AFC. These two teams are a part of why the AFC is the way it is right now with the playoff picture. Yeah. Yeah. So just moving on, because you know we we spent a lot of time on these other games, but I want to I want to get to the Monday night game eventually. <laughs> yeah. I want to get there. So Carolina, Minnesota. Basically, what the Vikings did was what Russell Wilson did to them. Yeah. It was a. I mean, because Dalvin Cook didn't have a great game. No. Yeah. They so they didn't have Dalvin Cook to rely on. So it was actually Kirk Cousins going in like. Hey, can you win us the game? And he went out and won them the and game. He was like, maybe. After Bridgewater was looking pretty solid. I mean, but he was he was he he didn't look great. He wasn't as accurate as he usually is. So it was it was not good. He had a touchdown and a pick, but Teddy was just being solid. And Kirk Cousins went out and won them the game. I mean, they had like a minute minute and a half left, and he marched down the field, threw the touchdown, and. I mean, just one. They just won the game. One score, or one point game that was nuts. So, I mean, for them, they're what now? Five and six? That's not, not enough. Green Bay is already kind of running away with the division. It's, it's yeah. They're, I mean, good outing for them, but they've already lost too many that it's they should have won earlier. Then they dropped, yeah, exactly. They dropped games they should have won. My, my second team... You know, can isn't you not isn't doing all that well. Can you? Can I? My uh, <laughs> the biggest surprise for me this weekend was that New England beat Arizona. That was great. That was just fantastic. What the fuck happened? Um, Kyler Murray had a pick and no touchdowns, and it, I mean he just didn't get it done. He didn't get it done, and I mean, but you you look at Belichick's record against. He's, so Kyler's not a rookie, but you look at Belichick's record against young quarterbacks, and it's outstanding. It really it's is. It's outstanding. He schemes for these guys like nobody's business, so he knows what he's walking into, and it doesn't matter who he has at the helm because, well, he's really at, Belichick himself is really at the helm. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I mean, but it, it it seems like we were so high on the Kyler train. I was, I was, I was, I really was, yeah. and I and it just, I don't know, maybe are we. What the fuck are we looking at? Like, I don't know sometimes. I get confused. I think it was the flashiness. I'm going to call myself 
for being a bandwagon. It was the flashiness of that Hail Murray. No, because before that we were talking about about Kyler. I mean, but yes, after that it was like solidified for me. And then now I'm back to like, well, am I sure? It's like how I feel about the fucking Raiders every year. <laughs> I drink the fucking Kool-Aid. Well, they have the same record, so six and five, so they're kind of in the same boat. So, I mean, but that's really what but they the are. But the only difference here, I think, is that they have a chance still, they could still take the division. Now, implausible as that seems with both the re- with the schedule remaining for the teams they're chasing, the Rams and the Seahawks, it's still plausible because they're only, what, two games back. So the Cardinals and the Rams have not played yet. They still have two games against each other, and so those are going to be huge, huge games for that NFC West division. And, I mean, I guess speaking of the NFC West division... The fucking 49ers. 49ers, man. They're still, they're still in the hunt. They're in the hunt. Your they're tattoo right might still happen. <laughs> they're they're five and six. Yeah. They're five and six. I mean, are we? that's what the Vikings are. Yeah. So are we calling them, you know... I think maybe I lean towards San Francisco for two reasons, two reasons only. One, fuck her cousins. Okay. Two, San Francisco's a Cali team, so as much as I... They're not the Raiders. You know, if we're going to... In this scenario, Minnesota or San Francisco, I'm just going to say... San Francisco. Okay, okay. And I have a lot of friends that are San Francisco 49 Niners fans. Well, I, don't know, I don't know anybody that's a fucking Viking fan. Uh, now nah, you know one. I know one. You know one. Yeah, I know one. Never mind, as I was. But, uh, I mean, everything happened right for the Seahawks. Yeah. Everything that's... happened perfect. I mean, the Rams lost. Yep. The Cardinals lost. The Bucks lost, and I mean, I, yeah, this is kind of us skipping over the 49ers-Rams. 49ers won. Ah, yeah, ah, that's fine. Ah, yeah, we can ah, go with that. We, ah. There's not much not left to be said, really. Well, I do. before we leave that completely, I do want to say, like, what the fuck, Rams? Like, you, you're, I, I guess I can, I'm having a, if I was a Rams fan, I'd be reacting the same way I reacted to the Raiders dropping the game. Not to the degree of how angry I was, but to the importance of for for this team to to keep winning because you control your own destiny right now, like to the playoffs. Yeah. Like you're not fucking fighting for a division spot or, or a division lead now that you lost to the 49ers. Now you're just trying to fucking keep your head afloat in the wild card. When at one point you had a chance to take the division. So like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? But again, division game. So like, division game. Those are so unpredictable. Weird things happen. So. Another gift from the gods for Seattle, Chiefs beat the Bucks. Now, I don't really think that was a gift from the gods, but that is kind of what everybody expected anyway. What's going on in Tampa Bay? I, I don't think things are going... I mean, they're 7-5. and five. Do you They know, haven't had their bye yet. Do you, I know. That sucks. Yeah, but you know what? They've been on a downturn last few games. Do you know when it started? You know what happened a few games ago? Well, they got beat... By the Saints. Okay, yeah. So these things happening, right? Them losing, Brady throwing picks, his QBR, his completion percentage going down to 60, all started when Antonio Brown came to the team. <laughs> and I'm fucking not talking shit. I'm not sure if they're related, but if you look, Antonio Brown comes in, Brady starts throwing picks, his complete, completion percentage drops, they start losing games that they should win, or at least compete in. It all started when Antonio Brown came to Tampa Bay. Just saying. Look, they have... Hey, take that. Take that. You can have that as a gift. I don't know what it means. You they, can have it. They have too many things. They, they they have too many things. They have Rojo, as everybody calls him. Ronald Jones. Leonard Fournette. Who calls him Rojo? I hear that all the time. Announcers call him, Oh, Rojo in for the touchdown! I fucking hate it. I don't know. I hear it a lot. It's very strange. It sounds like he's like a three-year-old. Like, come here, Rojo. <laughs> sounds like the So I don't like it, but... So they just have too many pieces that, like, they shouldn't be doing as bad as they are. But, I mean, they're not doing bad. They're staying above water. They're seven and five. They're in... I think they're like the seven seed right now, but that's not good for a team that was that's got Tom Brady, Gronk, Rojo, Mike Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. That's not good for that team. This is underperforming, underachieving. Yeah, but it's uh, this is a team that could have you know could win the division, but also I was thinking it could be, it could not work. I mean, it's Tom Brady, but. I just don't see this team winning three road playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't see it. Against teams like you're thinking about, if they have to go three road games, you're talking about having to go to maybe Seattle, having to go to New Orleans, having to go to fucking Green Bay. Like, that's not going to work. You're going to go to all the three of these places maybe in one postseason and then win? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not it, going to. It's not going to happen. So, I mean, the the score makes it look closer than what it really is. No, because it, it wasn't close. It was not close. Fucking was... Tyreek Hill had like a thousand yards in the first quarter. Fucker. I mean, yeah, he was on pace for like 800 yards. In the game. Yeah. Yes. So, yikes. Yeah. Number one. Um, But... I mean, I don't think anybody expected the Bucks to actually win. I think if they did win, it would have been a, a nice little surprise. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when the Raiders beat the Chiefs or uh, early in the season, or even put the game up against the Chiefs that they lost. Exactly. Just to like, okay, this may or may not be a close game, but I mean, it's the defending Super Bowl champions. Right. Also, there was a stat that I saw, or not that I saw, that I heard. It was that Brady is 4-0 against the defending Super Bowl champion. Oh, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I have a great stat for you when we get to the Monday Night game, which I've been fucking waiting for. So let's talk Perfect. about Green Bay. Okay. Let's we, talk about Green Bay. We can spend a whole, like, 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Perfect. Good. On Green Bay. Um, a, or NFC North game where they're using, what, the, like their fourth starting quarterback for the Bears? Yeah, something. Um, and Aaron Rodgers... That was his 100th win, or not his 100th win, the Packers' 100th win Over the against the Bears. Right. Yikes. But yeah, I mean, that Green Bay's always been a dominant team in that division, right? They, there's been years when they've had down years, but when you think of the NFC North, yes, you think about the 85 Bears, but you think about the fucking name that is on the Super Bowl trophy, okay? the Lom- yeah. It's called the Lombardi Trophy. So you think about Green Bay. Also, I still think they're soft. We can move on. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, everybody expected Green Bay to win. They're now eight and three. Bears five and six, and they're outside looking in. Sucks. They, they, I think you called it earlier. Pretenders. Pretenders. The Bears are pretenders. Bears are pretenders. They've been pretenders. Yeah. So, like, with, without further ado. Without further ado. We get to the Monday night game. Monday night. Which all in itself wasn't a great game because the Eagles are so fucking terrible. But it's because I want to talk about. The Eagles. Okay. But we can let's talk, let's start with Seattle. Okay. okay. You said earlier, all the right things happened for them earlier that day. And then they come out and get a win. Or not earlier that day, the day before. They play Monday night, they get the victory. They're in good shape in that division, right? Yeah. Now. They're in yeah. good shape. With with a few division games coming up though. Right? You guys play the Rams and the 49ers still. Yeah. One more time. Rams, 49ers, one more time. Thankful to be done with the Cardinals. Right, and you guys play the Jets too, don't you? Seattle has the easiest schedule remaining. Is it actually, no, or is no, it no, like, like statistically, it no, is the okay, easiest. That's schedule. what I mean. Is it statistically the easiest, or like, uh, but like not really? Oh no, it absolutely is. They play the Washington Football Team. Oh, the Jets. The Jets. Forty ers The Giants. And then the Forty ers or the Rams than 49ers. Okay, so those are your two hardest games. So, yeah, the last two games are going to be what decides. What's your trap game, in your mind, for, of the three, of three other games? Washington football team. Washington football team? Easily. I don't think so. Easily. Uh-uh. Don't you Jets me right now. I'm not Jetsing you. I'm okay. just saying that Washington football team, we talked about how they have a great defense, and like if Alex Smith can continue to build on the few games he's been back, like that could be a good game. If you lost that game close, I don't think anyone would be super surprised. The trap game for you is the Giants. No way. Not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. Okay, which New York team is it then? Because it's, it's not the Washington football team. <laughs> Don't Jets me right now. I'm not Jetsing Don't you. Jets me right now. I didn't say right it was now. the Jets. You did. I I was thinking about this probably a full month ago that I was like, Seattle does some weird shit, man. They do some weird things, and the Jets could get their first win. Oh, no, they won't, because you know who they play next week? The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, I was looking at that, and I was like, you know what? If they just if the Raiders Jets themselves, Seattle won't Jets themselves. <laughs> now we're in a race. <laughs> who, who won't lose? To- who won't lose to the Jets first? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so over to the Eagles now. Uh, well, any final thoughts on the Seahawks? Um, I mean, like we talk about DK for a second. We can talk about how DK is is daddy. How um, DK is took that personally from Schwartz and from Jim Schwartz, who was like, "You're not Megatron yet." And it was like, "Well, I took that personally." And I took that personally. I mean, you know what? Like yards and touchdowns are so subjective; they are very strange. 
and they don't really correlate with each other. No, they don't, because look at the that big chunk, uh, deep pass to DK, and then Moore gets the touchdown on like from a two yard pass out. Exactly. Well, I mean, and you know, so when Megatron set that record, what almost two thousand yards, like nineteen sixty four or something, nineteen hundred sixty four yards. You know how many touchdowns he had that year? Five. Five. Not a whole lot. That's it. Compared to those yardage. Set You'd the, expect more. Set the record. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. They it, don't They don't correlate. So I hate, sometimes I hate seeing that. They have this many touchdowns. It's like, man. It's like, if you're on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, with this squad, I mean, it's it's a little different. I mean, your big hitters are DK and the Poet, uh, Tyler Lockett. And the Poet. And I dig that. That's that's cool stuff. I dig I it like too. That. Why was the ESPN guys talking about it like derogatorily? I don't know. That was kind of messed up. I kind of wanted like, to go in the booth and kind of give them all kicks to the just face. Just like, dang, golf. dude. This guy, like, feels. Y- yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. His focus is in football. It's like. Looks pretty focused on football to me, dog. Shut your mouth, Steve Levy. Like, I don't think anybody has more touchdowns. Brian Greasy, who are you? No one knows who you are. Shut your fucking mouth. Between Russell Wilson and Ty Lockett, I think since they have been together, I think the only combo with more touchdowns than them is like Aaron Rodgers. No, it's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. In the span that oh, they've been together. Okay, okay. In the span they've been together. Because right. right now, what? It's Brady and Gronk all time. No, it's is it? I think it's still think, Harrison and, and, and Peyton, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Okay, no, uh, Tom and Gronk are getting close. They're close. They're I saw a gra- close. that was one of those stupid graphics they fucking they do have, weird. like animated. They or do whatever. some weird stuff, man. Okay, okay, quick. But okay, okay let, the, the, the last thing, the last thing for the Seahawks is that like Russ didn't have to do anything crazy. They just managed that game. They had Chris Carson back, Carlos Hyde back. They just managed the game. That was so awesome to see your two-headed running game back together. Because you had the the two the one-two punch of those two, and, you know, they both had a touchdown last night, right? Or did Carson have two? Carson had one, Moore had one, and then who did? I think Hyde did have one. Yeah, I think, because the running game was looking great last yeah, night. It was solid. So, that's nice to see that team kind of round up. The defense starting to look better, although they were playing the Eagles, so I don't know what the sample size is there. Can we talk about the Eagles now, please? Okay, okay, okay. Let's talk about the Eagles. <laughs> Fucking Eagles. What's the deal? The trend What's this the week, deal? to me, is bad coaching. And nothing is more evident than last night. I saw two glaring things that Doug Peterson did that literally left me standing up and scratching my head. I got off the couch, stood up, and scratched my head. Okay. The first one was they brought in Jalen Hurts for a play. He threw a completion that was like a first down. It was it was nice. It was nice. And then immediately sat him back down. Yeah. And then they had to punt after that. The three possessions, or the three snaps that Carson took after. Never saw Jalen Hurts again in the game. That, right? was, that was it. That's one. That's the first thing I saw. Okay, one. How many do we have? Two. Just two? Uh, that, that are glaringly fucking okay. bad. Okay, okay. The second one was, it was a two-score game. They were down by, I think, 11. So you're, they had time for two possessions. Their defense is going to stop. They get into the red zone. They don't convert fourth down. They can kick like a, not a chip shot field goal, but a field goal to put the score down to a single, a single touchdown with two-point conversion, right? Get into a one-possession game. And they go for it on fourth and, I think it was five? Yeah, it was a long one. Fourth and five, and they went for it. And then Carson threw a fucking terrible interception. Yeah, that wasn't to anybody. Why are we not kicking the field goal there? Who do you think you are? Uh, John Bruton? I, I I don't know. I think it's... um. I don't really have an answer for you, but they just decided that they didn't want to win the game. And I was going to laugh because I know they said this on the game, but, like, I mean, I've watched Seattle and the Eagles play for the last, like, five years, like, four times. Like, I think this is the fourth time in, yeah. like, Five years. Got throw playoffs in there too because they see each other. The yeah, so it might be the fourth time in four years. I don't know, but they played twice last year. Yeah. So it was it was ridiculous. And the last two times they played, Seattle won seventeen to nine. That was the score at one point. Super weird, and that was the score. And I was like, I swear to God, if this happens again, it's just it's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, the stat I wanted to fucking read. Okay. Okay. Good stat. Good stat. No, it's not good if you're an Eagles fan. Okay. The Eagles. <laughs> The Eagles had negative four yards at one point. It was early in the game. Okay. They put Hertz in, and it raised the total yards to plus two. Good. They put Wentz back in, and it lowered the total yards back to negative four. 
The Eagles, hey, look, whoever won that game was ahead of their respective division. Uh, oh, you're talking about division leader matchup. B will be will be. Yeah, so that was, I don't know what the Eagles are doing. I don't know what, do you get rid of Doug Peterson? Yes. Yeah, oh. He's run his course with Carson because Carson has talent. He's coaching him wrong. Uh, it's I I well, okay. Well, who do you think? You get rid of Doug Peterson, or you get rid of Carson Wentz? I think you get rid of Car- Carson Wentz. Absolutely, you get rid of Carson Wentz. He is, uh, broken. He is broken. He looks like Derek after he broke his leg. He has the most interceptions, the most, which is his fault. He sacked the most, which not is his not fault. his fault. not all the way his fault. Not all the way his fault. But you look at some of the shit he does. He just it's, scramble into some fucking shit. It's his it's like, fucking what you, fault. What are you doing? What are you? Why are you going over there? You look at some of the things and you're like, that's his fault. Yeah. So like, he's sacked the most. He throws the most interceptions. It's not working. I I think that last night would have been the game to put in Jalen Hurts to see to just see what you see, especially when Seattle's defense is historically bad. bad. It is literally the worst. In the NFL. Yards allowed. In history. Right. Passing yards, the worst in NFL history. Yeah. Yards overall, third worst. But Jeez. literally, just let Jalen go in, fucking huck the ball, and you see what you see. You see, do what fucking How, Brian Flores did. Do what Buffalo did. Like, they just destroyed Seattle. They didn't pass. I don't or think they they're... didn't run. They the, didn't only run. Thing I can, the only reason I can think that they're not doing that is because they still have a fucking chance in this division. If they if this was any other division and they were three six and one now what three seven and one three seven and one then yes you put Hurts in but because you still have a shot you stick with what you know has gotten you somewhere in the past and that's the only thing and that's not me trying to fucking saying what I'm saying that's me trying to rationalize it. Who knows? I I don't. Who knows? Nobody knows. I think it's time. I think it's time. Think it's time. Think it's time. I think it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Hot route. Hot route. Alright, I've got a nice hot route for you. Okay. We just completed our week 12. Minus one game. <laughs> so, give me the three wildcard teams from each division. Like, did I know? Nope, just oh. the, just what what do you think the three wildcard teams are going to be come the end of the year? Alright, in the AFC... All right, AFC first. The Colts. Okay. The Raiders. Okay. And this is a hot one. Oh, I know what you're going to say. This is hot. The Dolphins. Yep, there it goes. Baltimore's... <laughs> so you heard it here first. Baltimore's not making the playoffs. Ooh. Because look, you know who's not playing tomorrow? You know who's not playing in the Wednesday game? Lamar. Yeah. But, do you know the Dolphins' remaining schedule? Uh, you know what? You hit me so quick with that. That's why it's a hot <laughs> route. I didn't have time to go check the schedule. I just had to, like, look at the standings and be like, ooh. I know. That's that's why I knew you were going to choose the Dolphins because, yeah, they're looking real fun right now. I think the hotter take is I said Raiders. I don't know why you're getting I don't think that's that. a hotter take. The Dolphins are, they're not pretenders, but they've won the games that, like, yeah. So the Do- the Dolphins' remaining schedule, Bengals. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure, whatever. Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, Bills. Ugh. Wait, what's the Ravens look like? The Ravens, the Ravens could win out. I remember looking at it earlier. They could win out. So we'll we'll see. But okay, so I'm definitely saying Raiders, Colts. Hey, okay, Raiders, Colts, and hey, you said it. Heard it here first. Miami. Yeah, Baltimore's I, not making the playoffs. I can dig it. Okay, I can dig uh, it. NFC. Fucking A. That one's hard, too. I, I'm i going to say Tampa Bay, Rams. Jesus. Cardinals? How it is right now. Yeah, just straight up how it is. Yeah. yeah. Three from the NFC West. I don't see the Vikings making a push. Not the Bears. 49ers, I think it's too late. They got to play the Seahawks. They got to play the Rams. Again, right? Who does? 49ers? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they end the season, yep. Yeah, I see. I just don't see the 49ers making that climb. Yeah, it's it's a lot. They've dropped a couple that uh, just took them out of the race a little bit. 
All right, next fucking knot route. Get out of here with that. That hurt my head. <laughs> it's it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So, of your contenders, of your top contenders, maybe not just, you know, just one contender, but not all of them, what do you think is the biggest change that a team could make that would make them a front runner to make a deep playoff run? Well, you said contenders, so I can't talk about the Raiders. <laughs> they're, uh, I guess they're not. They're in the hunt. They're in the hunt. They're in the hunt. Um, Seattle's defense, man. They're going to get some pieces back here. They've gotten some back already. If they can just put it together these last five weeks, six weeks of football, if they can put down just a solid a solid defense out there to, to kind of stop the bleeding, yeah. the hemorrhaging that's happening with yards allowed if they can just put some a little bit on that, then that team is the most dangerous team. Okay. Okay, I dig that. Was not was not expecting that. I can I can definitely dig that. I want to say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it there because I want to talk about the Packers, but also like I don't. <laughs> All right, and the last one. I I mean this is entirely subjective, and it's kind of it's absolutely been a hot point. But when do you just make a team forfeit the game? When you don't have any quarterbacks on the roster. Oh, wait. No, we don't do that. Uh, <laughs> if you don't forfeit a game in that instance, uh, kudos to the Broncos for throwing out that practice squad guy who played a little bit of fucking quarterback and had Wake Forest. What, Kendall Hinton? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Kudos to the Denver for not forfeiting, like going out there and trying to show out. And, <laughs> you know, if that's not grounds for a forfeiture, like just by the Broncos on their own accord, I don't know. I can't answer that question. In a COVID season like it is now, like we're seeing things we've never seen before, I never thought I'd see what I saw on Sunday. I think the NFL needs more responsibility when it comes to those kinds of things. It shouldn't be on the Broncos to say we're going to forfeit. It should be on the NFL saying, oh, no, we planned for this kind of shit. Obviously, they fucking didn't. Yeah. So I'm a little disappointed with the NFL, and I'll give credit to Denver. Yeah, they went out there and did what they could. Mm Mm-hmm. And don't ever, you're never going to hear me say that again. Yeah. Give credit yeah. to Denver. Part. That's your one and done. We'll save that sound clip and I'm just going to play that for you <laughs> whenever Denver wins their next Super Bowl in like 40 years. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but all right. That, those, That's that it. rounds yeah. out our hot rounds. That's some good ones. Ones that made me pissed off, ones that made me think, you know, but I get pissed off real easy, so. So nothing new here, but all right. This has been another episode of the Almost Agreeable Podcast. I'm Ed. I'm Chris. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for listening to another episode of Almost Agreeable. You can catch new episodes every Wednesday and Friday. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.